Enrique Lores, uh, HP CEO. Always, always good to speak with you, Enrique. You know, I'm a, I'm a longtime follower of you on LinkedIn, uh, and you do put uh, a good number of posts on LinkedIn. But the recent one from you uh, definitely caught my attention. Uh, in, in the headline of it, fellow CEOs reject the false choice between making a profit and making a difference. What made you write that? So first of all, thank you for having me here, Brian, and always great to, to see you. I think that in this period of, of change, staying by the values of the company is really important. And when we look at what HP cares, it's not only about creating profit for our shareholders, which is very important, but it's also critical what value we bring to our employees and to the communities that we serve. And this balance between profitability and the impact in the rest of, for the rest of our stakeholders is critical for us as something that we will maintain going forward. Do you think it's though, uh, you know, a lot of executive, executives are still, are still overly focused on profits? I think this balance is really critical. The balance between profit and the sustainable impact that every corporation has is critical. And in fact, if we look at what is happening today, sustainable impact has become a critical part of how to do business. We estimate that last year, because of our policies on sustainability, we created more than $1.6 billion, which is a fairly significant part of our business. And this is why also the sustainability report that we published this week is so critical for us because in a very comprehensive way, shows what are we doing for our people, for our, our employees, what are we doing for the planet, and what are we doing for the communities. And this is how we look at the impact that the corporation has. You know, from, a, from a leadership perspective, how do you balance uh, the need to drive profits, you're a public company, and also the need to do good for society? I think you, you balance that in everything you do. When you look at how to manage a business, how to grow, how to create profit, of course, you need to look at the economic side, but at the same time, you need to look at how you do things. And you, do, you need to do things in the right way. You do that with the people that you hire, with the materials that you use in the printers or in the PCs that you are designing. And also, since we have organizations almost all over the world, we also pay a lot of attention of what work are we doing in the communities where our sites are. And making sure that we have a very positive impact in the community helps employees to be motivated, which means helps us to have, do a better job for our customers. You recently put out, and I haven't seen this in many other companies, uh, your first human rights progress report. Uh, you started at HP as an intern, I, I believe in 1989. What's embedded in the HP culture that would come out and put a report out like this in front of a lot of other other tech companies, which I don't see that from? Actually, many companies are talking now about stakeholder capitalism. The great thing about HP is that this was important for us. This was important for our founders, even before the concept was invented. And when we look at what the HP way is, the values behind the HP way, they reflect very well many of the latest conversations that are, we are having about impact on the communities, impact for employees. This is really how HP was built and something that has not changed in the company 
have been the core values that we had, that we maintain, and that we will continue to foster in the future. You do, you do know in, in here, 63% of U.S. hires in 2019 are from, or were from underrepresented groups. And I, I wanted to shed light on that. It's, very, it's a very important stat, but you do mention uh, you're not where you should be in terms of uh, bringing in Black and African-American employees. What steps are you taking to change that? So first of all, I, I want to acknowledge the progress that we have made because you mentioned one of the statistics, but diversity and inclusion has been one of the key priorities for the company for the last years. At the same time, especially when we look at our Black and African-American employees, we know there is much more work that we have to do. We need to do work in how we hire them. When do we go to look for employees that could be part of the HP community? What do, we need, what do we have to do to help them to grow in the company, to promote in the company, to make sure that we understand their specific needs and the overall company is designed for them? And also that we promote them to executive roles, because having role models in the company is a great way both to attract talent, but also to show our employees where they can, where they can get. And this is why one of the pledges we made a couple of weeks ago is that we are going to be increasing by 2x the number of black and African-American executives, because we think this will be important both for the employees today, but also to show where the company is going to be going in the future. Oh, very important. But also, to you, the report makes a mention that you have one of the more diverse boards uh, in the tech industry, and I, I would agree with you on that. How did you compose that board, and how do you keep it diverse moving forward? I, we, we, the way this happened is when we separated, we had a unique opportunity for a large corporation to design a new board. And when we did that, we looked both at skills, but also to make sure that we had the right level of diversity in the, in the board. We were very precise in terms of the knowledge that we wanted the board members to have, so they could help us in building the different businesses. But also we wanted to have a very diverse board that could represent our customers and our, and our society. And when we look at how to evolve the board, we continue to have the same process. What are the skills, the talent that we think are going to be necessary for the company? And the board members need to help us in that direction. But keeping the high level of diversity that we have is fundamental because the board, we want the board to represent the world. They need to be our proxy of what our customers are, what our customers feel, and this is why this is so critical for us. You know, Enrique, I'm sure you've seen uh, a lot of big name companies are pulling off of Facebook, including our parent company, Verizon Communications. What's, what's HP's stance uh, on marketing on Facebook? Given the diversity push that you have made, are you willing to keep advertising on there? Well, see, eliminating systemic racism, as we have been talking, is very important for us. We are a purpose-driven brand, and where our brand shows what advertising is next to ours, what content is next to ours, is very important for us as ha and has been very important for us in the past. This is something that we have communicated to Facebook and other platforms because this is irrelevant of, of the platform. And this may be driving decisions on where and how much we advertise in different platforms. Again, because we want to make sure that the value of the HP brand stays where it is and customers see us as a purpose-driven company that we are. So you have talked to Facebook. You know, what, are some, what, do you, what do you tell Facebook about this moment in time? I think it's about uh, the need to 
make sure that every company shows what values they stand for. And what I can tell is what are we doing from the HP side. We have very strong values and we have made the decision to communicate that openly, to communicate them to both internally and externally, because this is not only the time to talk, it's also the time to take some actions. We have an opportunity to change the world, to make the world a better place for our for the next generation. And from HP, we're going to be working to make it happen. Enrique, it wouldn't be a conversation between us without some touching a little bit, just a little bit on the business. Uh, since we last talked, have you seen any predictability return to the business where you have a little visibility in the back half of the year, things are getting back to normal just a little bit uh, as states reopen? We, we continue to, to be in a very, very fluid situation. Every day we see opportunities and areas where the business is doing better, but also we see challenges and we see challenges as we see the pandemic kind of spreading faster in some countries, in some states in the US. Clearly the latest social problems have become also an issue in some areas. So I would say the situation remains fluid. From our side, what is important is to maintain our focus on our customers and partners to make sure that we maintain our innovation engine and our operational excellence, and that we continue to be driven by our values to show the world what are the elements that make HP a different company. You know, lastly, before we let you go, uh, do you think that the pandemic is just something you and a lot of other big companies, or any company for that matter, will just have to deal with for the next year or two? We're already seeing a lot of states closing down or slowing up the pace of their reopenings. I think the pandemic is going to stay with us for a long time. The way we look at it is though as an opportunity. It is helping us to accelerate many of the strategies that we had before. For example, is making the PC an essential product. And this is opening and giving us opportunities to include, introduce new features, redesign the value of the PCs to make it even more essential. It has also accelerated the shift our subscription models in the print space, which was, as we had discussed before, one of our key strategies. And we are driving that and it's really opening opportunities for us. And also, it has helped us to show the value of some of our new businesses, like 3D printing. We have produced more than 2 million parts for hospitals, for doctors, and it has proven the flexibility that this technology brings from design to production which is really a big advantage that this technology has, and we think going forward will help us to accelerate the penetration in, in the industry. All right, we'll leave it there for now. Uh, HPCO Enrique Lori, it's always good to speak with you, and, and really uh, good to see what you're doing on the diversity front. I think you set an example for uh, a lot of other companies out there. Thank you, Brian, and please stay safe. Thank you, too.